Hey everybody, uh, welcome again, uh, welcome hey back. Hey y'all. This is another episode of Montgomery's Meaningful, Meaningful Monday. Monday. Um, and uh, we got a different kind of episode for you guys today. Um, this is a episode that was previously recorded um, about around this time last year. And we've been, this is in our series on wisdom and uh, navigating through wisdom. But this time we're going to be talking about friendships and mm-hmm. godly friendships and how to do godly friendships the, the right way. So, you know, we'll uh, play a, a episode of the Meaning for Monday YouTube page and you can go ahead and subscribe to that. Um, we'll play an episode of that on the YouTube page. But uh, my wife does have an announcement that she wants to make about um, an upcoming challenge that you could be a part of this week. So yeah. go ahead and speak on that. Yeah, so we are doing our first annual five-day prayer challenge. It is titled The Womb Renewed. We are going to be praying against infertility in the body of Christ. A lot of women have suffered, not just women, because obviously these would be couples. A lot of couples have suffered and silenced with this issue, some publicly, but a lot of them have silently suffered um, wanting to bear children, but it being deemed impossible for them. And we know that with our God, all things are possible. And so we want to come together um, as, as many of us as possible. And we want to pray and just believe God for the fruit of the womb, for miracle babies. And we have guest speakers, um, some of which who have had miracle babies, some of which who are still believing, some of which who've had children. And now all of a sudden they're dealing with infertility issues and they're going to come and share their testimonies. And we're just going to come together and strategically pray for the Lord to just do a mighty thing in these couples lives and every couple who will tune in for this challenge. How can people view uh, or uh, watch the, um, this the womb renewed challenge. How, how can people participate? So the womb renewed challenge will be via Zoom. The link will be posted. Also, the challenge is this week, so it will be every day this week from August eighth to August twelfth, and it will be from eight p.m. to nine thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will be on Zoom. The link will be posted tomorrow, right before we begin. And it also will be live streamed on our Facebook page, Meaningful Monday. So it'll be, you know, streamed on there. Okay, cool. So uh, with that being said, um, we appreciate you guys. uh, And we're going to go ahead and transition now into the video. But we want you to go out there and make today meaningful. We will start with Ruth and Naomi. Ruth was Naomi's daughter-in-law. She was married to Naomi's son, one of Naomi's son, and Naomi had lost her husband and both of her sons. And so Ruth, of course, was now a widow as well as Naomi. Um, Also, there was another sister named Orpah. And when once everything happened and you know the women were hashing it out, Naomi asked them, Hey, do y'all want to go back to y'all's land? And Oprah mm-hmm. said yes. You know, she gave Naomi a kiss, she walked away. Naomi no longer had anything to give to her, right? Yep. But Ruth, on the other hand, also not having anything, you know, to get from her because of of course Naomi had no other sons. Naomi had nothing at this point. She was just gonna go back to her homeland. And 
what Ruth replied was, don't try to make me leave you and go back. Where you go, I'll go. Where you stay, I'll stay. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. Where you die, I'll die. And there my body will be buried. I won't let even death separate you from me. If I do, may the Lord punish me greatly. Naomi realized that Ruth had made up her mind to go with her. So she stopped trying to make her go back. So one key thing personally that I pulled out for uh, Naomi and Ruth is what I saw was trust. In order for you to follow someone or, you know, to say, you know, where you go, I'll go, where you stay, I'll stay. Your God will be my God. I have to really trust this person. So within their friendship, you see that there was, there was trust. There was a great deal of trust. And, and you see the opposite with the other sister. Once the going got tough, she was gone. Orpah left because, you know, she saw the best, she sought after the best opportunity for, for, for herself. But Naomi, she wasn't thinking about opportunity. She was thinking about fellowship and she was thinking about um, what can she do to serve. Really, it was the gospel that attracted her, which, which then caused that transformation within her to then want to stop seeking for self, you know, looking after what she can get for herself. And you know what, what can I do to serve others? And, and, and in this case, serve Naomi. Yeah. This is an example of friendships where uh, you, you want to have that type of friend that's willing to call you out whenever you do something wrong. We want to look at Paul and how he was holding Peter accountable when he was speaking to him uh, when he was in Corinth. So this, this is going into Paul confronting Peter uh, in Antioch, where he says here in Galatians chapter 2, verses 11 to 21, he says, but when Peter came to Antioch, I had to oppose him to his face for what, for what he did was very wrong. When he first arrived, he ate with the Gentile believers who were not circumcised. But afterward, when some friends of James came, Peter wouldn't eat with the Gentiles anymore. So here we have an example where Peter was, you know, showing that he was friends to the Gentiles uh, when, you know, the, as we would say, when the cameras were on, when the people were watching. But then when his friends came, uh, came around, then it's like, okay, oh, oh he switched it up on them. And he didn't want to eat, eat, with, eat with the Gentiles. Uh, he was afraid of, of criticism fr from these people who insisted on necessity of circumcision. As a result, other, Jew other Jewish believers followed Peter's hypocrisy, and even Barnabas was led astray by the hypocrisy. So they were following Peter to do the wrong thing. And Paul had to call him out on that. And he, he saw him and confronted him about that. And, you know, had to let him know that, hey, this is... Hey, Paul, uh, uh, hey, Peter, you're being a hypocrite. Yeah. That is one of the key things that I look for. And my friends, you don't want to be around people who kind of sugarcoat or who handicaps you in that way. You want to be around someone who is going to call you out. Uh, we need to be mature enough as believers to receive that, to receive those moments of being held accountable, those moments that where you may feel, you know, kind of bare, kind of naked before that person. But we, we need that. Um, you know, there's growth in that. There's growth when you are willing to be critiqued. 
when you're willing to be called out, when you're willing to have someone come along to say, hey, like, that is not the way that we do things. This is how we do them, right? And this goes, this also goes to that friend that's calling the person, the other friend out. Like, you gotta know how to do that in love. Yeah. Because a lot of times we'll just do it just based off of you seeing a thing and you just calling it out for yeah. what it is. And just, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just wanna be, you know, for the sake of being raw or for the sake of being real, um, you can you can actually ruin friendships, you know, ruin godly friendships that way because of our need, because of our wanting to be raw or to be real or, or tell it like it is. You know, we need to move in grace and know how to speak things in love and 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 know when to hold your hold your tongue on certain certain things and and learn how to deliver things with a certain uh, attitude, the certain um, tone, tone of voice, all those things. For the next one. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna touch on uh, uh, a beautiful friendship that Aquila, Priscilla, and Paul shared. Uh, Priscilla and Aquila were a married couple that really um, came along to kind of, you know, be a big help to Paul. Uh, they they allowed him to lodge with them during some difficult times, right? We see that story in Acts 18, uh, Acts chapter 18, verse 1 to 3. After this, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. There he met a Jew named Aquila, who was a native of Pontus. Aquila had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla. The emperor Claudius had ordered all Jews to leave Rome. Paul went to see Aquila and Priscilla. They were tent makers, just as he was, so he stayed and worked with them. So that's kind of like a backdrop of, of how they originally met. And then later on, in Romans 16, you hear Paul mention this. So it's Romans 16, chapter Romans chapter 16, verse 3 to 4. Greet Priscilla and Aquila. They work together with me in serving Christ Jesus. They have put their lives in danger for me. I am thankful for them. So are all the Gentile churches. And so you see, I believe at that time, was it because that they took him in that they were endangering themselves, right? Yeah, they were endangering themselves because um, at the time they knew of Paul and how he was a Jew who had, you know, accepted the, uh, the gospel and became a heretic among the, um, you know, the Jews at that time. And so they, uh, the Jews wanted to kill him. And so wherever he went, he was a marked man. And so they basically put their lives on the line by helping him and, you know, help, having them lodge with him while he was in Corinth. Priscilla and Aquila, they had to trust the fact that the Lord was going to take care of them as they were taking care of Paul. Because their lives were on the line. The way that they were thinking back then totally isn't how we think today. The focus and was gospel. The focus was preaching the gospel. Yeah. And, and, and the focus was, um, you know, just, just serving. And I also think one word that I pulled out from this friendship, this beautiful friendship, was sacrifice. That was a great sacrifice, right? It kind of reminds me of what uh, Rahab did for yeah. the, the two spies. Yep. That was a sacrifice. Rahab could have got killed, yep. literally, and so could have the so could the spies have have gotten killed too. But what it what is it? That's what it looks like. She was being obedient, just like Priscilla and Aquila were being obedient, even though it went against what you know the world was in at that time even also uh jonathan and david when jonathan risk would risk his life to uh make sure that david was safe by letting him know 
when um, his father Saul was going to come to attack him. Yeah. Um, and it's just this this idea that that friends, um, you know, sacrifice for, for for each other. And even Jesus yeah. himself speaks about that in John chapter 15. He speaks about that in John chapter 15, where he says in verse 13 through six uh, through 15, greater love has no one than this that he lay down one's life for his friends. Um, and he thinking about that. He like the ultimate price would would be laying down your laying down down your life. But even looking at that in a practical sense, um, what are you laying down for your friend? Are you are, are you laying down pride? Are you laying down your time? Are you laying down your resources? Are you laying down your uh, just 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 your willingness to be there for them? Like what are you willing to lay down for your friend? Um, and it doesn't have to necessarily be like monetary or doesn't you know. The, the greatest thing that uh, uh, that we can give outside of our own lives is your time. And that's very true. And, you know, in that same verse, it just goes to him. And I think it's just beautiful that uh, I, I let's read verse 15 um, of John, of John 15. It says, he said, no longer do I call you servants for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends for all things that I heard from my father. I have made known to you. You know, there is. Um, a lot that comes with a friendship. That's he said. All the things that the father had told him, he's telling us, right? There, there's an openness. There, there's such you know vulnerability, you know, in friendship. And and I think that sometimes when we've been hurt or broken, we we tend to skew away from that or we miss that because we are afraid to face such freedom in our friendships. I I want to say that. We need to go to the Father and ask Him to heal us so that we can be free in our friendships, so that we can be free to sacrifice, to trust, to, to be in unity, to, to be held accountable. Sometimes when we're, when we're broken, we can't receive that accountability because we see yeah. it as something that is not. We don't see it from a place of love. We see it from a place of pain and hurt and rejection. And so I, I hope that... Um, through this, 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 you know, kind of us, you know, discussing the word, discussing friendship, that we will seek to be free. That 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 he desires that there be a there be a, 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 a source of freedom, a source of of, of, of sort of to within our friendships, right? Because um, imagine a friendship where there's no freedom, where there's that's not really a friendship. Like if you can't be free, if you can't be you. Right? If you can't be fully yourself, that's not really a friendship. And and so I, I hope that. We will seek to have that, and, and as we end, I just want to touch on uh, the unity aspect of it. If you if you want to know what it looks like to be a unified as, as friends, you look at uh, Daniel chapter 3, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I just want to, uh, so we, we know that in that time, Nebuchadnezzar, who was the king, was saying that everyone had to bow down to him. You know, it was a certain time where horns and, and, and different music will, music will play and everyone in the kingdom will bow down. But as believers, they said, oh, they said, oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace because because they would not bow down they were all going to be sent into a furnace but what i love what i read is what it said we they stood in unison to say hey we only bow to our god we're not going to bow to you so they all together went into a, a burning fiery furnace but you know that's another thing that i feel like we 
we miss it. It also says in the word that there's a blessing that is bestowed upon believers that walk in unity. Yeah. And they were blessed. Yeah. We dated now. It was a fourth man in the fire. We know that that was Jesus. And so that was the last thing that we want to touch on. So, so we touched on sacrifice. We touched on unity. We touched on love. We touched on trust, accountability. These are the things that we should seek to, to, to be and we should seek within. Yeah. If you don't see those things, ask yourself, why is there no trust in this friendship? Yeah. Why Why is there no sacrifice? Why is there no love? You want to know about love? You look at 1 Corinthians 13, right? Or, well, why am I not being held accountable? Think about those things. Yeah, and one thing that you can do is pray and ask the Holy Spirit about your friendships. Um, if you find that you're, that you're having a hard time making friends, um, pray that you, you know, pray and ask the Holy Spirit that, you know, I pray and ask the Lord, hey, how, how, in what ways can I be a friend? Because, mm. because a lot of times, if if relationships aren't working out, friendships are working out, maybe it's it's maybe it's not what other people can, should should do. Maybe it's like what what I can do yeah. for other people. You know, in what ways can I serve? Thank y'all for 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 tuning in. We are so grateful for each and every person that watches our videos. We would love for y'all to leave a comment, like, share, subscribe. Um, also, let us know what do you want to hear from us. What would, what topic would you like for us to discuss? And we would we would love to hear you know anything back from you guys. Yeah. So be blessed and be encouraged in Jesus' name. Amen. Peace. Bye, y'all.